Hey everyone, welcome to the Urban Robot Cat Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Likens. I'm Chris O'WK. And I'm Corey from Strange Cat Toys. And we're here for episode 63, which is ex- almost exactly 365 days after we promised you another episode. Um, we are now live on both YouTube and Instagram. So if you're now you have a couple of options to watch watch the videos. So no longer just relocated to the Apple iTunes, but you will be able to get it there tomorrow um, if you're one to listen to it in your car or something like that. But uh, for the people that want to hang out with us and chat and talk, we are now live in two places. So the question is, Chris, what have you been up to <laughs> since the last time we talked to you? <laughs> should, should we just like narrow it down to a time frame? Because a, a year has been, uh, been a little busy. <laughs> well, um, big thing. We last time we were on this podcast, we were talking about the pre-order for your robot. It's out now. A bunch of colorways have come out. Um, you know, it's you know been available. Fans seem to really love it. Um, you know, it's it's awesome that we made it happen and people seem to like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, do they? I get com- comments on it all the time. I you know just the other day, uh, Sharpie stopped by so I could sign a couple of them for him. So that was pretty cool. So I, I was able to sign two for him. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's, you know, th- 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 that that is definitely the best representation of the robot. You know, I'm just definitely happy. <laughs> I actually have a sample on my desk, so. so. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you it's go. been there for 365 days. It hasn't moved off the We're down to <laughs> 15 left of the bones. If anybody wants 15 to 15 of the one. bones and then they're gone. Mm-hmm. This is the 15 inch yep. version. You're not going to, I'm going to venture to say that this will be the biggest one that isn't like more customer one off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to appear. Yeah. I can anytime soon. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, but, well, uh, but the, the, other than that, I mean, um, I've just been gearing up for my solo show in Italy uh, with exclu- exclusive urban art uh, that opens. February 4th over in Italy in Rome. Uh, I will be in attendance. So if anybody's over in Rome, come on by, hang out, say hello. If you want me to sign anything, I'll be happy to sign stuff. And then I'll be in town. I'll be over there for a little bit, uh, checking out the um, the area and whatnot. I've never been there. Um, if you so, get offered wine, are you going to decline? Because I think it's considered I, rude. I, I will decline. It's been a, it's been a long time since I've been in uh, been in Rome. Uh, you gotta you gotta get a, a blood orange. They're real big on blood oranges. I remember that from when I was there. <laughs> yeah, my so one of my best friends growing up, he, he was he was from Rome. He moved here in like the fourth grade, so his family was from there, and they would have like the the blood orange, everything. Everything was like flavored blood orange stuff. Uh, the little tiny bottle, uh, the little tiny cans of Coke that had like the the peel back top, not the pop yeah, top. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm interested. In, I'm looking forward to seeing that stuff again. It's been years. So the the coolest part about our our current live stream is that uh, you can watch Chris work. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you've ever dreamed of watching Chris uh, yeah. working and you ever wondered what he was doing while he was on the podcast uh, before. You can now see. <laughs> yeah, I, 
Yeah, they, they, the guys don't yell at me like Rob used to when I used to make stickers and <laughs> yell at me for the markers. <laughs> this is this is like the uh, you know. So what what you can do is if you buy this painting, uh, you can go back and screenshot our you know our show, or you could record it. And uh, you would have the ultimate proof that this is the authentic piece that was painted during the Urban Robot Cat <laughs> podcast, episode 63. Uh, he will add that to the certificate of authenticity. Yeah, you, can make, you can make an NFT of it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So, Corey, what have you been up to in the last year besides, uh, I don't know, everything? <laughs> well, in the last two minutes, I'm trying to figure out why I can't share the live on Instagram, but I can share it to threads, whatever. I have no idea. This is the first time. We actually were three minutes late starting the show because we realized that you could add Instagram live. And it apparently is working because I got a notification that we went live. So, <laughs> so. And Rob's over here making fun of you on Instagram, Chris. Oh, is he? Wait, so the, yep. uh, but so the comments from YouTube don't come or the only the comments from Instagram don't come over to the to the stream yard. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll so. leave it open and I'll. Keep an yeah, eye yeah. On. So yeah, you keep an eye on those comments. So Corey, what have you been doing? Besides, I mean, you were just a decon. There's a big one, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the most recent thing was decon. Decon was uh, smaller than usual, but fun and uh, pretty much what I expected, considering it was you know a week or so before Christmas. Yeah. What was the coolest thing you saw there that wasn't at your booth? Mm, like stuff I bought. I mean, just like what you saw, it could just be like a, a really cool booth build out. I don't know. Like, what was the coolest thing there? <laughs> what it, did I miss? The, beat, the giant Darrow bear that Jermaine brings. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. I saw a picture of that. It looked really good. Um, so this is the only decon that I have not been to since 2011. Yeah, that, I, that, I was. That actually sure. happened. Obviously, 2020 didn't happen, but. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, I was super bummed that my normal entourage was not with me, which is usually you, Chris, and Prime. So, yeah, I went I mean, solo, was, and uh, you know, it was a it was a hard decision not to go. As far as like, mm -hmm. man, I really wanted to be there. Um, just the timing of the year, and um, you know, just um, yeah, the, the timing of the year really was it. I mean, I made it hard for a lot. Yeah, of people there, you know, I mean, it, if there was one to miss, this was the one. You know, this or that one that was right after COVID was, it's, it wasn't as bad as that, but it was somewhat similar. Um, yeah. People are also agreeing they're bummed they missed Econ in the comments. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you didn't miss a ton. Yeah. And there were, so, there were people out there mewling, helping people out. So that was nice. Uh, yeah, I got yeah. to meet a lot of people from the Discord, which is always, I feel like, the best part. Makes you makes you feel famous for a second, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. that, the, that, uh, the line around the block makes them feel famous. <laughs> oh, uh, we didn't have that really this year. Um, well, you you know, didn't we bring had, as much uh, stuff, right? Yeah, no, I, I brought very few things. Um, it was fun watching Arctic Fox run all around Decon, and then you'd see like hordes of people because she would do these like uh, release drops in like random locations. It was almost like you had to figure out the clues or something on on instagram so that that was uh interesting to watch people scramble everywhere to try to get her pieces oh, that's cool um i told there were some people that were upset because it was confusing i think sometimes but you know you can't please everybody and she did what she could to try to eliminate flippers 
Yeah, yeah. Um, that's I, all, I mean, that's all you can do is make an attempt, right? There's always going to be some, um, but you, you do your best to try to make sure it's getting to the right people, you know? I talked to uh, Vin from One Little Planet, and he was telling me what they do at the Asian shows, um, like for his stuff, is people have to wait in a line, usually like an hour or so. Um, you go up to an iPad, you, hey, shut up over there. Uh, you press the button and it generates a random image of one of the toys for sale. And that's the one you can buy. And if you don't want it, you got to get back in line. So I thought, Hey, why not do that? So she liked that idea. So they, she might try that. Uh, I told yeah. some fans and they weren't really into that, but it seems pretty fair to me. Sounds interesting. It's more, it's, it's like a, is it like a, it's almost like a slot machine at that point. <laughs> right. You get what you get. Don't throw a fit. Don't get upset. So what, what uh, else? But no, we, do? Besides Deacon. Worked with, <laughs> we worked with a, a lot of new people um, over the past year. Evil Ghosty. Um, I love Matt. Such a such a nice guy. Um, I was really happy to work with him. Um, we released the first colorway. There's, I think, like 20 left. They're almost gone. And so we were, I think we're going to drop the next one towards the end of this month. Um, we had the Penguin with Chris, which has gone very well. I think the next one we're doing around Valentine's. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Yep, sounds right. What else? Chris, yeah, like, I'm painting. I don't have time to answer. <laughs> no, no, I, no. I listen. I, I'm, I'm happy with anything. Says, I, I, I noticed tomorrow. that we did we switch to a different painting, or did I miss that? Or did you just? It's a different one. Okay. <laughs> Gave me a yellow shirt. Okay, so if you buy this one, guys, it's a, a different point. You'll have to timestamp the video. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll work my attention. My attention span. There'll be multiple pieces worked on tonight. So. <laughs> uh, we're working with Fawnwood on a new toy, Oracle. This is a uh, prototype, unfinished. So this will be coming out. Um, the OG black one, I think, in like two months. Nice. Uh, the, uh, what else? The other figure was kind of the break one of the breakout figures of last year, right? Or I guess yeah, the was, gem pod. I guess it was last fall, right? Because you released yeah. it last fall, but then brought it, well, when I say last fall, I mean like 2022. Yeah. Uh, question uh, yeah, about it, the. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's resin. Uh, most of the stuff we're making this year is in resin just because um, we can make them in lower quantities. They cost a little bit more, like retail wise, but um, people seem to like the smaller runs. So that's, we're kind of shifted towards that. Um, this is one we're working on with Sad Salesman, which is almost done. This one's resin as well. It's a little froggy. <laughs> yes, a little frog. So these will be coming out. Uh, what else? Uh, show this one. This one's vinyl. Uh, this is with Rato Kim. So we're doing almost like a box animal series. We're doing a bunny and a bear to start yep. with. Is that going to be blind box or is that going to be like you're going to know what you got? Nope. No, not blind box, just uh, regular stuff. I had asked her initially about blind box, but she was still in the middle of a contract with another company for blind boxes, so we couldn't go that route, which is fine. Uh, what else? There's new Bobbies coming. Uh, we're doing stuff with the bots and the Losslings. A lot, of, a lot of new artists working with this year. What about the uh, the Arlo? Like my yeah, spirit. I don't have the Arlo here. Yeah, the Arlo's. <laughs> they Arlo. Great was a big hit at Decon. Uh, Prime sent me his sample that I had shipped to him and I promised I would keep it very safe because he was very worried about it. 
Uh, but yeah, if we would have had Arlo at Decon, I think we would have sold out with the amount of people that were asking about it. Yeah, the the, the promo pictures look great. Hey, yeah, Jose. you know it was. For it was. Uh, hey, Jose. It was uh, Prime's idea to do like the partial painted, partial clear resin. I told him to just do it all on clear resin, but it looks it looks great. Uh, I'm glad we. we I think really, I think clears are kind of like. Um, glow in the dark i've never been a fan of just glow in the dark toy like a toy that's like all glow in the dark um, i like yeah. when you use it use the the paint to create an effect with the glow um, and i think clears are kind of the same way I, I think that's what arlo in that sample really did really well is that mix of clear with the paint um, so you don't yep. lose any of the details but you still get the cool factor of the of the uh the clear yep i agree so i think when you mix things like that you can really tell a different picture and make a cooler, more well thought out piece. So I, I like how he did that. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're pretty stoked with how it came out. So that purple one, I think probably releasing in February or March. Nice. That's pretty much been my year and lots of, lots of new people that I'm working with. It's been great. Nice. And how about you, Travis? Uh, it was a it was an interesting year for UVD um, as far as um, you know just trying to continue to do cool new things but rethink kind of how we were doing things. Uh, we kind of had a big massive expansion throughout um, the past couple of years leading up to last year, and um, you know as the market kind of changed, um, we had to pivot and kind of do get back to what we really did, which was creating cool pieces in the marketplace and putting our own spin on it and really kind of, um, you know, just continuing to push the limits of what can be done. Um, Chris's uh, robot was kind of the beginning of that. Um, uh, and Rhonda Rabbit with uh, Creepy Gals was another great example of that. Um, but you're going to kind of see from UVD over the next, you know, 12 months or so more pushing the limits of what can be done within the medium, whether that's vinyl or resin. Um, but also um, creating more events and more things that we can help bring this to our Dayton community here. And then other places when we set up at conventions and things like that, just doing more um, stuff you got to be there for. Like people, are, I, I want to create more effective, man, I feel like I missed out on this. If, I, if I'm going to, if I'm going to not sell you something online, I want to do a better job of uh, making cool reasons for you to be somewhere. So um, at our warehouse last year, um, we opened up, had our first um, art show at the warehouse. We did two of them actually. Um, and they were great successes. We had great turnouts for, for both of them. Um, and the local yeah, so area it looked like a lot of people came out. Yeah. And the local area was like kind of clamoring. It was almost like people were like, I can't believe this is here because we've always existed kind of on the internet. Um, and we have our little building that we operate out of, but nobody ever comes there except for me, right? <laughs> so like, um, it was cool to open it up and see the local area kind of embrace what we were doing. Um, so we're going to continue to do more of that throughout this year. Um, you'll see um, some cool, cool events coming along. Um, I'm still planning some of them and most of them, um, but there are going to be cool events we're going to do throughout the year. Um, and, and all it kind of build on what we started last year and kind of continue that through 2024. Um, and really excited about that and really excited to continue to keep doing what we're doing and putting our UVD spin on everything. 
um, but at the same time, providing people with more awesome stuff um, because that is the ultimate goal. And, you know, we, we have our way of doing it. And I just want to get back to um, really pushing things like I used to um, versus um, just trying to make more and more. I want to make more and more, but I want to make it even cooler. <laughs> so that's kind of the goals for 2024. And that's, that's what I learned through 2023 is that, you know, if, if I have to be super passionate about it, and I have to put my own thumbprint on it. And if I'm not doing that, why am I doing it? So that, that's what I'm kind of getting back to through 2023 and then into 2024. So I kind of had some projects that I put on the shelf and then some projects, you know, created some new ones. Uh, but we got some really cool stuff coming with people like Chris, uh, Blake, uh, Jones, JC Rivera. Um, let's see. We got some stuff from Studio Nez. We got um, some burn milk stuff. It's some there's some really cool stuff we're working on. So excited for you got, any, you got any samples you can show? Um, <laughs> well, I have one sample that I didn't clear <laughs> to show. Oh. But uh, Chris and I are getting ready to release a pre-order for something. Um, my blur is kind of messing it up. We don't have a date yet. It will be this month. Um, I think it's massive. It's a resin piece. It's about. It's a little over 11 inches long from like shadow tip to shadow tip. Um, but About it weighs, a yeah, it weighs a ton. <laughs> I can <laughs> tell you that. And, um, but it's more of an art piece, right? So a lot of people would be expecting us to be like, let's double down and do another robot. Um, we might be doing that. Is that going to be like a, an assembly required or does that flower come out of there? Yeah, the flower comes out and then that it's a little harder. So I'm not going to try to do that with one hand here. Um, but the the this piece also comes out and it's magnetized. Good, good. So I was like, those um, are gonna break in shipping. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's gonna come in a nice foam packaging and everything. Um, it's gonna be more of a you know like a standalone art piece. It's not gonna be necessarily a toy. So hopefully this is something that you know um, it's like a it's an art multiple sculpture, right? And it's uh, gonna be a high quality resin and everything like that. And um, you know it's gonna be limited edition um, based on the pre order that we do. And, you know, if you want it, you're going to have to get it. <laughs> so that's all well, that we, this blur. Chuck Jones likes it. Chuck Jones on Instagram says that's dope. Well, Chuck uh, Jones, when we get the, make sure to follow UBD Toys or Chris RWK um, or sign up for my newsletter and you'll have the release details. Isn't that flower just great by itself though? <laughs> like, Rob also says it. nice. Just so fun. Yeah, they, just, they, did a, they did a really great job. You know, as always, you know, you put together, a, you know, the perfect execution of it. And uh, I'm definitely excited for people to see the different ideas we have with the, the, the releases of it. Yeah, um, yeah. And I do, Chris I is, do. Uh, you know, Chris is comes to me with like ideas and he's like, do this. And I'm like, I don't think we can do that. And then I always try to figure out how to do it. Yeah. I, was, uh, I, I wait about, I wait about 48 hours and then I get a text message saying that okay i got it, it. <laughs> <laughs> hey listen you thought i was crazy with the with the magnet you know with the with the interchangeable pieces in the chest and then what happened we wound up selling I mean, almost 400 of them yeah so, nobody's uh nobody's made a magnet cooler than that <laughs> yeah, but no the magnet's a great example of um you know continuing to kind of push the envelope um, and do things people haven't seen. And I, that's the kind of stuff I want to keep making. Um, you know, it's, it, 
it, it, that's my goal is to make something that people are like, wow, I've never seen that. So um, we're going to keep pushing the envelope and if people keep bringing me crazy challenges, you know, that that's kind of what I want to do. And um, you happen to be somebody on here that pre-ordered uh, the JC Rivera Chunky Boy uh, vinyl figure that um, should be arriving to me in the next uh, next week or so. And then I'll get them out, shipped out like immediately after that. Um, but thanks to all the fans that pre-ordered that because the response was amazing. Um, and, you know, it's another good example of um, making something that we made. We tried to push the envelope on as the resin. Um, it kind of turned into a bit of a, um, a disaster as far as shipping because it was low-run hand-painted stuff. Um, and we pivoted and we're coming up with a, a new design. Um, that doesn't take away from the ones that people bought with resin um, because they were, um, you know, they were much larger and hand painted and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but now we have a vinyl option that's a little more affordable and people can get. Um, there will be some more colorways of that. So if you um, if you didn't pre-order the original one, there will be a few extra of those available. Uh, but there will be some other colorways to collect. Um, and they all look really, really good. So I'm excited to get more of those out there. And then um, the four foot sexy Ronald vinyls uh, will be arriving in the next couple of weeks four too. Foot. Holy shit. <laughs> so that's another one of those like, Travis, I'm gonna make a four foot vinyl figure. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so uh, we did it and it will be, they will be, we will be unleashing either something that people really, really, want or people really really hate i don't think there's any in between on the four foot version of that figure so uh but i do at some point i'm going to put one in my tahoe and i'm going to go to a mcdonald's and i'm going to post up out front and take a bunch of photos with it <laughs> and see if i get kicked out of uh, the mcdonald's parking lot or not <laughs> yeah they'll probably like it so Cause you remember like they used to have those like Ronald's, like the benches and stuff like it, yeah, with, be... the, with the, with the folded leg and, and you could sit yeah. on its lap. Creepy. <laughs> yeah. Can you, it's going to go viral, right? Like if I get that photo out, right. <laughs> like with, especially with wizard skulls, like um, growth on Instagram of late, like if he posts it up somehow, I think it'll, it'll go viral. <laughs> you got, you got to drive over to Cosmos or whatever it is and, and, and jump In Chicago. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When's the uh, the next pop-up show? Um, so I want to do one in March, but um, I need to actually get it together. So <laughs> in typical- Do you, do you know what it's going to be around or? Um, so I'm going to do a combination show. I'm probably going to do some customs. I'm not going to say what platform it's on yet, uh, but probably going to do some customs. And then also I'm going to try to engage the local community a little more. Um, and bring in um, some locals to do 2D art pieces and you know maybe some 3D pieces for people like my uh, my neighbor at my studio that does the most amazing glass um, work. Um, but uh, do some local people to hopefully grow um, our footprint locally so that it'll help get more eyes on stuff throughout the year um, so that we can you know increase the foot traffic even more um, as we continue to have more shows. So um, it's going to be kind can of I a throw out a suggestion on not having local people no, just no 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 uh what's the suggestion you ever think about uh doing like a group show on vinyl records since it would kind of um, like go with uh your branding so um about 10 years ago at this point uh we did the show that was based on um covers people did 12 by 12 paintings um but yeah. we have never done the like actual vinyl records but that would be cool 
Yeah, I think that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, kind of the way my gallery or my space is um, able to be utilized. Um, if I'm going to do a custom show, I almost need something also that's 2D just to make sure I fill the space uh, fully. And I kind of learned that with my second show that I did. Um, so that's mm -hmm. why I'm going to kind of try to tag team some shows when I'm going to do custom shows. So, nice. but yeah. So <laughs> after one year of not being on this podcast, uh, what topics have we not talked about that we want to talk about? I think one of the interesting ones um, and how it affects is um, that's come up over the last year that we haven't really made comments on is like AI artwork and what's going on with all that stuff. Um, so Chris, I don't know if you've seen all the no news about this uh, massive list of artists that are incorporated in that uh, um, AI program. Um, I did some digging on there. I noticed that you are not on the list, um, but a, a number of people are on that. A number of people we know work with, um, you know, our, our um, peers, um, they are on the perspective add-ons. I don't fully understand the difference between these were actually used and these were going to get added. Um, did they get added? I, I don't know that whole thing, uh, but it was interesting to see some of the names um, and some of the names that were there and some of the names that weren't. Um, just because I guess even one of them is like a seven-year-old girl or something like that based on a news story I was reading. So it's interesting to see what, why they selected and who they selected. Um, that and the, the subsequent, subsequent court case um, that's, you know, that's going on along with this and kind of the impact that that decision is going to have, right? So like if they come back and say, well, yeah, since they didn't take your artwork, they just used it as reference, um, sorry, too bad, so sad. Or if they're going to actually be like, you can't do this and you got to pay royalties to these people or something. Uh, it's a major decision. So like as artists or as people that are involved in the art scene, um, it's definitely something to be aware of and watching, even if you're not on the list. Right. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I was going to say, but Chris, what do you think? <laughs> but now we got you, you, you gotta you gotta think back you gotta think back to like before you know the Bismarcky court case and how sampling was just an an element to you know yep. music um you know it took it took well you gotta figure what year did you know that come about was like what is it like the mid to late 80s yeah and cool. you had sampling and all that stuff happening for you know probably about 10 years prior to that. Yep. So the question is, is, is this something that's going to get stopped right away? Is it something that is going to just linger around? Is it something that's really going to make a difference? The, the, the thing with the AI art, I mean, it, like, for example, right now, if I went to the mall near my house, there's literally a stand that has basically printouts of cause pieces and supreme stuff and everything like that if you're buying that you know what you're buying you know you're not you you have to know that you're not buying an original you know except for and the old I, ladies that go there right yeah. <laughs> yeah. buy for their grandkid or for something grandkids yeah i got your real cause yeah um, <laughs> no but but you know it's 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 a real it's a real weird dicey situation because there's going to always be, you know, people who are going to defend it saying it's just another outlet, just another medium, 
you can have people that saying it's ripping off everything. There's going to be a million sides to this. The main thing is going to be that lawsuit. Like once the lawsuit gets passed and, and or rejected or whatever, that's really what's going to kind of deem, I think, a lot of this. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, I mean, right now you have a million AI images on social media everywhere. Yep. And, you know, it, it, it's never going to stop. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it is what it is. I mean, the real thing is, is that the, the artists and, and the, the soul of the artist that's in the work is really what matters. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you're buying from a gallery, when you're buying from stores like Strange Cat, when you're buying from places that are, you know, valid places, that's what makes a big difference to it, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you think well, if you think about like NFTs even and how like it was such a huge buzz, then you know here we are a couple of years later. How many gallery spaces really show and sell NFTs? You know how many? You know it's 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 nothing what everybody thought it was gonna be. You know. So. Yeah, yeah it's just kind of went and passed, right? Um, may come back at some point, may not, who knows. But you know, right now it just seems like the NFT world is much more back to the like people that love it are doing it and people right. that want to support it are doing it. Right. Um, but people that were kind of in there thinking they were going to convert their artwork to NFTs and get rich, uh, most of those people have moved on at this point, I think. So, yep, you know. But, um, you know, the court case, like you said, is kind of the big thing. It's like, let's see what happens with that. Um, as far as do I think it's going to replace artists? No. Um, do I think some places will probably use it um, to not have to pay for an artist? Yes. Do I think the people that really want to support artists will keep buying original art and stuff like that? Yes. Um, it, it just, it, it, like you said, it kind of blurs the line. It goes back to the similar things of like sampling to the point where like sample culture um you know, it, it's to a point where basically 90% of what you hear on pop radio probably is sampled in some way at this point, oh, um, yeah. you know, um, but it's sampled to the point you can't even tell the original piece of it a lot of times, right? Um, you're like, wait, that was sampled? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> kind of a thing, uh, but they are. Um, you know, another interesting element of these things are like the, you know, a few years back, advertising agencies and everything using artwork um, not paying or not getting clearance and then you know putting it into like a mercedes commercial or whatever um all that changed and then a lot of artists are getting paid out of that which is great um but like where where's the line right (laughs) you know at what point is um you know at what point does the artist lose this again back to the ai back to the sampling back to everything at what point is it no longer the original artwork and i don't know where that line is but you know it's kind of interesting to see and these court cases are what kind of determine that right so it's definitely something to watch um if you're an artist or if you're a person that wants to make ai art it's definitely a you know a place to to watch and i definitely think at like comic cons and stuff like that we're going to see like ai generated you know wolverine paintings Banner, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah well i mean I, I i saw it at new york comic con this year i mean you could you could tell you know you could see it yeah. and it's just uh it's sad because it literally is because uh, the problem is is with a lot of it it's not even an artist that's producing it 
you know, it's just a guy basically putting in program. <laughs> putting in parameters and boom, print. Now let me now let me sell an eleven by fourteen for fifteen dollars, you know, twenty dollars, yeah. which then really screws artists because now if you're a kid or you know a, a person who doesn't want to spend a lot of money at a convention, you can turn around, go to this guy's booth and buy, you know, five pieces for a hundred bucks. And here's, you know, sh- you know, schmuck like me yeah. with a hand painted piece being like, uh, n- no, that's, uh, that's five hundred dollars, please. <laughs> I, uh, I, I definitely think AI has its place. I don't, I don't think it's in creating, um, at least like art and all that kind of stuff at this point. I, it's um, probably a good tool for like, you know, people that are making small videos or small things for their own personal use or you yeah. know for social media but like for sale it's probably not yeah. a good idea i, I think the well, people that are going to be the most affected are those people that went and got art degrees to go like make art for like tj maxx and target and shit like that yeah, graphic graphic designers and things those like people that. are the ones that'll get i think mostly yeah, replaced with it yeah, because I mean, I think AI has its place. I'm not, and AI is a very broad term, right? So you could be talking from anything from like uh, military capabilities all the way to you know uh, photo ed- editing apps. Um, but you know, I think AI has its place. Um, I think it's a question of how we use it. I definitely know from a personal. I'm sick of like. Let's make, you know, uh, Bing Crosby sing the thong song. I'm sick of that stuff <laughs> on, on Instagram. <laughs> so, like, I, whatever whatever AI's purpose is, to me, it's not that anymore. Like, can we stop doing that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, although, stuff like I'll, that. I'll, I'll, although, I'll take any Danny DeVito ones they make, because those would be great. <laughs> the, the punk, Danny, like, Danny the, De- at a hardcore Dan- show? Thing? Yeah, Danny know. DeVito is a hardcore singer. was, like, one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so... But yeah, so, you know, it's just one of those things. I think AI has its place. I, I don't think it's in creating great original artwork. Um, but in fairness, um, uh, I guess maybe I shouldn't say this, but in fairness, like, I don't know that everybody prior to, I think the people that it replaces are people that aren't um, like gallery artists for the most part. You know, right. the people well, that want to buy gallery art are still going to buy it, right? Right. Um, but the, the, the people that wanted to make, you know, a background in their, uh, you know, their ad that's in cosmopolitan might choose to use, you know, AI generated background versus, um, paying somebody to do it. Right. Well, yeah. And and then there also are going to be AI artists who, you know, actually put in work and stuff like that. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of like the, um, it's a tool, right? So people could figure out a way to use the tool in a cool way. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like um, like websites. You know, you used to have to know code and and be able to like fine tune a website. Now everything's plug and play. So like that's kind of like I think the two spectrums of the AI creators. You know, well, like great the example, people who a great example is the AI that we all three of us love to use um, is a, a photo editing app that deletes the background for you. Yeah. Right. We love to use that because it's so much easier than going into Photoshop and doing it or, you know, whatever. Um, that's AI, right? <laughs> like, I, those I, nice I AI-generated backgrounds. 
I don't know. I don't know what she's talking about. I do it all by hand. It's all by hand. <laughs> I break out on four hundred zoom in Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, for a long, I mean, for a long time, I was I didn't even have Photoshop, so I did that manually in Mac Preview. I mean, it's embarrassing to say that, but I got really good at removing backgrounds in in Mac Preview, and I stuck with that for years. Um, you know, this, the, that's a great tool that I can just do it in like two seconds and I don't have to be on my computer anymore. I can do it on my phone. And so there's great applications for AI. Um, I just don't think it's going to be, for the most part, like Chris said, there will be some people that figure it out. But for the most part, it's probably not going to be creating uh, amazing works of art that are tangible, right? Versus like a printed out print maybe or something like that. Um, but it's probably not there. I mean, I guess maybe at this point they'll use AI to create 3D models, right? But at some point they'll probably do that. And I guess you could print it I out saw, and you could have a toy. <laughs> I, I saw this comedian make a pretty good comment on AI. He's like, I thought that when AI came out, like it would be doing like the grunt work jobs, like packing the boxes at Amazon, like, and then we'd have all this free time to paint and like do all the creative things. But now like AI is doing all the painting and you still got these guys working like 60 hours a week at Amazon. <laughs> well, that's a good point. No, I mean, it's definitely going to change things in like finances and, and financial sectors and things like, you know, people, you know, they probably already use it like machine, you know, stuff like that. Um, but I'm sure it's going to change some of that aspect of like people crunching numbers and like running, you know, spreadsheets and different things. I'm sure they're going to figure out ways to speed up that process and do away with jobs, right? Because, yeah. you know, if there's one thing that's for sure, corporate America will figure out ways to get rid of people's jobs. <laughs> yep. And any tool they can use to do that, they will figure it out. So. I'm fine with replacing my accountant. <laughs> I, Turbo, I would love to. Re I, would, I would love to replace myself at, and then, like, just still get my the money right <laughs> yeah. how do i figure out a way to replace myself um and still have a good business and everything myself so but uh you know so ai that was a big topic of the last year um so i thought like that would be something we could talk about you got i, I was gonna raise your hand <laughs> yeah excuse me uh it, it kind of like a little bit goes along with like we said uh, nfts and ai but you know I think Kazakh was a big proponent of NFTs. I don't know what his stance on was AI, but you know, he's someone that we lost last year. Yeah. Um, you know, sadly, uh, we lost a number of people in the designer toy world last year. Um, Kozik being probably the most noted or notable or person that it affected as far as like everybody knew what was going on. Uh, it was very sad, sad news. Um, we also lost Brian Ewing. Um, mm -hmm. who's a, very close to UBD. Obviously, he was a, a good friend of mine, um, you know, and, and then we lost Task 1 as well. And th that was the three that I was aware of. Uh, if there's and then, any like, just people, last week was, was Shippa. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, 2023 was rough on the uh, designer toy scene as far as uh, deaths and, you know, and just art in general. Uh, we lost a, a lot of people that, uh, you know, were pillars or early people into the community. Um, and a lot of people really looked up to him and admired him. And uh, it really, you know, it's kind of a downer year as far as, as far as that kind of stuff was concerned. Um, you know, Frank obviously was, um, 
large part of the the start of the scene and he never his presence never left it you know as he kind of slowed down making his own original uh toys and whatnot but he was still you know directing at kid robot um and still had a really good pulse on you know what was going on um as far as what to make and all that kind of stuff so it's uh was a big blow obviously mm-hmm. yeah i saw the the memorial labbits that they guess they got the original mold from bounty hunter and they made these big resin ones they're pretty cool but yeah, those uh, look, they and, were like clear right did they did they actually come apart I, I couldn't gather that from the from the photos no no they were solid okay yeah because yeah, the original toy like believe, lifted off yeah um yeah. i believe one was double casted with like a skeleton inside the other one was like smoky green waves yeah nice yeah, he, he was he was super nice when we had him on the podcast. You know, it was my first like long conversation, other than like in passing, like a hello kind of situation. So yeah, it was yeah. changed my perspective on on what I thought he was all about. You know, yeah, I mean, I definitely think he's one of those guys that uh, his reputation loomed large around him, right? Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, he was he was always willing to talk with people and you know no matter of your status within the scene and all that kind of stuff he was willing to always communicate with you i mean one of urbanvinyldaily.com back in the day one of our first interviews like two months after we started um, was with frank like it was a written interview he took the time to actually like type back and give us all the information but you know it, it we'd been around for like two months and he took the time to answer our questions and send us photos and everything to go along with it. Um, Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think that kind of tells you that he was, you know, willing to, you know, take the time for somebody (laughs) that just started. Yeah. So, So Chris, I feel like it's your turn to have a topic. (laughs) I was going to say, so we Who have, do you know that you prepare, Did you prepare let's anything? It, let's make it extra sad. <laughs> so I was going to say, so we, we got uh, robots taking over the world and um, <laughs> people who have passed away. All right, sounds good. So, so guess the year? <laughs> 2023, man. It, it was rough. It was a rough it year. Is, it, is, it is kind of funny that, that that Robots Will Kill was not on the list. I don't know if that was done intentionally because, you know, they didn't want to admit to it, you know? <laughs> They were it like, we're so not going to put robots will kill on here. <laughs> it was so funny because when that list launched, um, I had so many people send it to me, and just with with the, literally like the the, the ta- like a line that just said, "You called it," and I, I was like, "Well, nobody listened." <laughs> it, I mean, it was just it was just interesting, like who was on it, who wasn't. Like who made the list? Like I mean, who, like I was looking through the list. I was like, I don't even know a lot of these people. And I like, oh yeah, it was just like you know, just a random person. It wasn't like, I mean, how did they even find them? Right? You know, like well, once you're once hey, you're Chris, on the internet, you're everywhere. What? Yeah. Rob's Rob says you were never prepared. He had to do all the work. Oh really, Rob? <laughs> is that is that why is that why our show is still on? Oh wait, it's not on anymore. <laughs> Hey, if if Rob had the technology that we have right now, he might still be doing this because <laughs> he wouldn't have to edit it. <laughs> uh, he's, he's, he, no, we, he didn't even edit it. We need to have a uh, GM edit it. <laughs> that's what I'm yeah. saying. He wouldn't have to edit it. <laughs> oh, that's true. All right, never Because GM went away, and then there was no editing. Nobody to edit it anymore. <laughs> that's true. Has anybody heard from him? Jesus. 
Uh, I see him online playing Apex all the time, but I, I don't really play <laughs> that game anymore. So I haven't talked to him in like two and a half years. What is Apex? Uh, it's like a like a drop-in shooting game. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, kind, of, kind of like a Fortnite deal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, topics I want to talk about. All right, so um, we covered the next project we're doing. We can't show the the really cool one that we're really excited about. Yeah, because um, we don't have like a physical one to hold. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How about Collected Con? Why don't we talk about Collected Con? What is Collected Con? <laughs> that, that was a, that was a perfect segue. Um, what is Collected Con? How do you want to excru- describe Collected Con? So Collected Con is the brainchild of Corey uh, Kirby from Rotofugi. Chris and myself, and it is going to be a new outlet for folks in the desire toy and art scene to come together in one space, collected, and uh, you know, showcase their wares to fans in the Chicago area. So it will be at Navy Pier in August of 2024, so later this year. And uh, we're hoping to have um, some amazing vendors and lots of fans come in and, you know, really just have a good time. Uh, we're still working through a lot of the details um, as we're you know, kind of getting prepared and getting everything through. But uh, we're hoping to have a lot of really awesome opportunities for fans to interact and, you know, check out all the cool stuff, um, you know, kind of in the middle of the year between uh, Designer Con and um, Five Points Fest. Um, so it's a, you know, we're in the middle of the country and the middle of the year. So we're in like kind of different yep. times than everybody else. Um, so hopefully, um, you know, there's a lot of folks from the Midwest, whether it's artists, stores, um, or fans um, that are traveling out. So hopefully we can give you guys a, an option that's, um, you know, a little closer and uh, in a major city still that uh, you can kind of check out, you know, have all these uh have all the fun inside the convention, but also do some cool stuff in the city while you're there. So, um, it's also, plus it's also half of, the trip for the California people that would go to New York and the New York people that would go to California. Yeah, yeah, and Chicago itself just has a um, you know a wonderful art scene that's just growing, you know, leaps and bounds. Um, so it'd be a great chance if you're in the city to check out a lot of murals and check out a lot of uh, cool uh, things that just happen to be going on at the same time. Um, so we um, are excited to have folks come out and you know, throughout uh, our goal this year is to continue to do this podcast on a regular basis, <laughs> uh, back to the old ways. And um, we're also hoping to um, talk about the show, talk about developments as it's coming. So if you're planning to go to Collecticon, this is going to be a good place to get uh, short little updates. I'm going to try not to ram it down anybody's throat, but we will be featuring people likely that will be vending or a part of Collected Con throughout this year as well. Um, as a yeah, we're going to try to get Kirby on on the next one, right? Yeah, either if we can fit it in the schedule or um, at some point here in the near future, obviously. So we haven't uh, talked to Kirby and see what her <laughs> uh, schedule looks like, but uh, you know, we we yeah. will try to get her on here sh- shortly. <laughs> so. Uh, do either of you have something to say about collecting con? Cause I did not have a prepared statement. I just made all that up as I was going. <laughs> it's going to be cool. It's going to be rad. Yeah. Come to <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really excited about it. This, this year, actually I have, um, 
have multiple projects going on in Chicago. Uh, it's kind of funny. It's like June, I'll be out there for uh, a solo show with Rotofugi and then another project, uh, I think the following weekend. Um, and then we'll be out there in August for, for the convention. Um, I'm excited. The last time I was in Chicago, I didn't get to spend a lot of time there. I was kind of in and out. Um, so definitely looking forward to checking it out. I mean, there's a ton of amazing artists, a ton of great galleries, a ton of murals, just, you know, it's a, it's a really, you know, you can't, well, it's a creative city, you know, so definitely looking forward to it. You, you want to hear my pitch that I was given at designer con trying to get vendors to sign up. Okay. Sure. Elevator speech go. Because. <laughs> I'd ask, you know, like, have you ever been to Chicago? And surprisingly, a lot of people have not been to Chicago. I guess not. That's my first visit was when we checked at the venue. But um, I'd be like, you've been to New I've York, right? So and they're like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, yeah, I've been to New York. I'm like, okay, imagine you're in New York, but there's no pee smell. There's not oh, trash God. all over the ground. You don't see really? rats running around. There's not crazy people screaming on the sides of the roads. Everybody's nice Midwest people. They open the door for you. They say hello. They're very nice. Instead of Matt, that's pretty much what Chicago's like. And, <laughs> you, know, uh, you get all the art stuff like you have in New York. <laughs> uh, says the guy from Florida. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you can't take any, you can't take anybody. I don't. I don't run Florida. This is not my state. <laughs> I, I don't own it. New York. First off, New York doesn't have a pee smell all right it, it's, it's certainly it's, chinatown it's, has a pee smell it's pee or weed you have two options, <laughs> you, have two options. <laughs> you know um cory you know the reason that florida doesn't have a state tax why is that they don't want to give you guys a say and how that how the state is run <laughs> <laughs> yeah i thought it was because of the mouse but it probably is, okay. but really, it's like that's, if we don't give, if they don't have to pay taxes, then they don't get a say. <laughs> that was the vacation tax thing, so yeah, yeah. So, oh. but no, we're we're definitely excited for Collected Con, and uh, you know, we're excited to keep revealing more and more as we go throughout the year. Um, if you are a prospective uh, vendor, we are accepting uh, vendor applications uh, for review at this point. Um, you can send that over to info at collectedcon.com. Um, or go over to our website, collectedcon.com, and um, click the uh, vendors area. There's a whole forum that you can fill out. Um, so either way, you want to get in contact us with us, we will do our best to get it get it get it uh, reviewed and approved um, if we can, and uh, get you all the information you need in order to actually sign up and become a vendor. Um, keep a um, keep an up keep an eye out for ticket sale announcements. You can follow us at collectedcon. Uh, on Instagram, and uh, we'll be making the announcements there. We also have a newsletter that you can sign up to via collecticon.com. So, if you are on the fence, we're telling you now that this is going to be cool. So, <laughs> don't don't uh, don't don't miss out. We're giving you like I don't know six months worth of advance or seven months worth of advance. Uh, someone just bought a flight and hotel. There we go. The oh, lost whoop. things. We nice. There we go. Losslings will be there. We should get them on the on the podcast. Look, right there they are. They've got a flight and a hotel. So we will be uh, trying to get some more hotel information out there too. We've had a couple of questions about that, so we're working on pulling those details together. There, there is. I did make a list of hotels on the website. I gave like a super convenient close option, 
somewhat close option and then a little bit further and cheaper, but pretty close to Rotofugi option. Yeah, yeah. So but, speaking of which we we the three of us have how is this working? Are you guys we're not splitting a room? What are we doing? We're gonna have to figure that out, right? Oh yeah, we have I thought we were just sleeping at, at Rotofuji. Oh, is that what it's right. cool with me? We'll just take that over JC's JC studio. Sit down there. <laughs> we can oh, sleep yeah, on the couch at JC's studios. <laughs> he only has one small couch at the studio. It's not gonna be big enough for all of us. <laughs> but Big enough if we all brought air mattresses, definitely, but not for that couch. <laughs> so, is, but, is uh, Shane getting a booth? Uh, I don't. Well, you know what? I mean, He'll be out of school. I can I mean, ask Craig's him. adventure. Yes, Craig's yeah, adventure. That'd be cool. Or maybe he could DJ like an after party. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, I could. He'd be down. He'd be down for that. Yeah, we're yeah. still working on VIP details, but there was talk of maybe a VIP. Like thing at Rotofugi, so he could DJ there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> None of that's been confirmed. So <laughs> <laughs> we will have further details uh, later. <laughs> uh, what else to talk about? Uh, who who won Toy of the Year last year? That, this last year, like this past year at DT, like the DTAs at Five Points, they yeah. didn't do them. There was no. Oh, DTA. What about the year prior? Still no DTA. Oh, wait, uh, was there in the fall? Are you forgetting what year it was? Come on. Yeah, was there was one, the last one there was. One. There was one at the fall, right? But it was for 2020 and for 2020, I think, 2019. Whenever the Cub was up, that was the last one, which would have been 2019 okay. releases. Um, but yeah, so it's it's been a while. So, <laughs> okay. I mean, I think I got the, the thing to submit applications, but I never saw who won. I mean, the the toy of the year obviously was Chris's robot for last year. Hundred percent, fifteen inch tall robot. Boom. And the year before, and the year before that, it was sexy Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna put your toys in there? What do I got? Uh, what about Uncle's favorite? Uncle's favorite could get the year prior. Absolutely. You know, you yeah, know how many people like toy. you know how many people like get asking me for them still. Like, yeah, those, those things sold out fast. Yeah, they think, think they you, think they think I have like a, a hoarding them somewhere. Like I have like an endless supply of them. <laughs> Come on, let me get one. When you people, do the bat flick. <laughs> yeah, well, it's so funny. People like will they be like, you know, they'll ask me what's a you know like what do I have available? So I send them. The, you know, I usually send them you guys sites, uh, some other galleries I have working, and then they'll always send back a picture of the, the uncle's favorite and be like. Is this available? It says sold out right there. Like, <laughs> how is it available? That it's know. it's probably available on one of the two duplicate uh, scam sites of Strange Cat and Strange Cat Toys Shop. There's all these old, long sold out toys for like ten bucks each. Every now and then we'll get an email from people that are like, "Hey, you never shipped my thing," and I'm like, "Oh, you fucking got scammed because it's not our website." <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's you got to be careful at this point, right? There's a lot of those fake mm -hmm. sites out there. So well, listen, really I just it looks too good to be true. It's too good to be true. Is yeah. it? I I just had to cancel my card this right before I got on the phone. With you, I got on the the show with you guys because uh, I had you bought shit on, my, on the website. 
Yeah, I'd watch, I'd watch it on. on I bought my. I couldn't figure out why my stuff was so cheap, so I bought it all. Not, not so strange. Cat UVD toys unlimited dot com. Super happy fun hour. Oh, no, sounds uh, legit. <laughs> no, no, I out of nowhere I get home and there's a box, and I'm looking. I'm like, what the hell is this? I didn't order anything. And at first, I thought it was uh, what you sent me. Um, but I'm like, that was way too fast. And I'm looking at the box, and Melissa's like what is this? And I look, I'm like, this is me undies. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> now, now I know me undies, like, you know, sponsors every single podcast out there. So I don't want to talk shit about them, but hey, if you guys sponsor us, we can, we can do some reviews on me. Undies. <laughs> uh, believe me after what, what I just saw that they charged $350 for get the fuck out of here. So wait, uh, so they used your card. So to, that's the thing. They is, send it to you. They yeah, send so it they, to you. <laughs> So that's what this they is like do. like the worst criminal in history. What, what's well, the point of that? Well, it's happened to me a few times on Amazon too, where out of nowhere I'll get like a package and it'll be like this tiny little like, like twice they sent me like a dragonfly brooch. That was like I was like, what the fuck is this? And you know, there's a receipt in the thing or whatever. It was like a dollar ninety nine. So basically, what they do is they do that, and then if Just they get away with it yeah. and it gets delivered. Then they just try to bang out your card as fast as they can, and so you can't. How many it. times has this happened to you? Uh, what he, year is it? Uh, yeah, he's in New York, so it's a lot more common for people. To yeah, credit card. yeah. Mike, you don't Mike, think you're just like not getting enough sleep, and then like you're late, sleepy, <laughs> yeah, painting yeah. stupor. Yeah. You're like ordering three hundred dollars worth of undies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I, I ordered a, a three hundred fifty dollars subscription to me undies, and they yeah. were the ugly, ugliest things. I'm like, it wasn't even anything cool. <laughs> I'm like maybe so, I would have you know, but nah. So I had to cancel all that and do that all. I have a I have a good story of this. So Jenny um, ordered something for her mom, and so she used her like Amazon credit card or whatever. Uh, but when you do that, it like adds it to your account or whatever, right? <laughs> so the Jenny's mom was complaining on the phone, like, man, I I got all these charges on my card. Like I can't figure out what's going on with these. Like I didn't order any of this stuff, and Jenny's like, yeah, and. and I don't know what you're talking about. I'm looking on the bill. You owe all this money or whatever, but I don't know where all this stuff is. And then she starts looking through the, th the list and she's like, wait, I ordered that. Wait. I ordered that. <laughs> <laughs> so so nice. her mom had already called Amazon and like cancel the card and everything. Oh, geez. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the criminal was just her daughter. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't an accident. I think, I think Rob wants to be another co-host because he said that we, we how about JC's commercial? Oh, JC's commercial. Yeah, that's right. Um, so JC Rivera, he um, was in Boost Mobile, which so congrats on that. Um, they filmed an amazing, you know, like it was like a music video. I went to the filming. Um, they had, you know, everything set up. You know, they had it like they cast like a young JC to tell his story of his life um, coming from Puerto Rico, coming to America, learning English, going through the whole process of teaching himself how to use like the computer tools and everything to create art and then building a character and a brand and, you know, kind of taking it, uh, you know, across the country and around the globe. Um, and they did all that in like a 30 second commercial. Um, the quality was like super high on it. You know, Boost Mobile uh, did an amazing job. Um, working with the the folks at, um, I believe the company was named High Dive that did the actual like filming and everything. Um, but they had him do the commercial. They had him do a giant uh, mural within the city of Chicago. Um, it's, it was a really cool opportunity for him. It was really cool to see uh, an artist that we work with and support get that uh, shine 
at a national level. I mean, people were sending it to me like left and right, like, oh my God, this is so awesome. That's that bear you work with, <laughs> you know, like people that had no clue what it was, like people I went to high school with and stuff that see it on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Um, you know, it was kind of, it was really cool to, to see it. I mean, it was like, it was literally like in football games, like in the middle, they would show it um, or like on, um, you know, Hulu would pop up for people. Um, you know, it was really cool to see somebody that we know and support getting that kind of exposure. So did he get like a free year subscription or, you know, a booster or anything like that? Uh, no, he did not get that, but they did, they did give him a free uh, phone. <laughs> oh, okay. So it was like a prepaid mobile kind of thing. So you just buy the minutes or whatever. But, yeah. yeah. Burner yeah, phone. It's it's funny, like when you work when you work for certain companies, you would think they would do that, like give you a lifetime subscription for things. Nope. <laughs> it's like they just don't even acknowledge it. Isn't that like uh it's Pixar that Disney owns, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they don't get the free memberships, they get like a one day pass for free. As as <laughs> as Disney and Pixar employees. <laughs> what, for the for the parks or for For the parks. For the parks, yeah. Really? Well, it's because they they were originally yep. owned by Steve Jobs. They were like, you don't get anything extra. <laughs> that was like fucking forever ago. <laughs> Come on, Bob. But no, so hopefully, I mean, you know, hopefully it's uh, hopefully it did well for them, and hopefully that means that down the road maybe they continue to do these cool um, commercials. I don't know if you remember back in like the early two thousands, they they used to do a lot more. Um, like they usually had like a, a celebrity, like Travis Barker was one of them. I, I know there was multiple other, like I think Ludacris and maybe like Kanye was in one. Um, but like they they were like kind of like cool er commercials that had like cool subjects and you know that kind of stuff. Um, and they kind of moved away from that and went more into like just get a phone, <laughs> you know, like kind of like commercial. Yeah. Ooh, the new phone's out. Get I just, a phone. I just and saw it, Melissa it, McCarthy in a Priceline commercial. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's the same. So like it, it went away, and now they're trying to kind of get back into that. So hopefully it keeps you know working for them, and they keep reaching out to more people, whether it's you know artists or musicians or whoever, because they they had like a pro skater. Uh, they did three commercials. One was a pro skater, one was JC, and one was a um, a rapper from Atlanta. Um, and they were like, you know, the, they they were telling their stories. So it's pretty cool that they. Um, are kind of going that route. So hopefully it worked out and they continue down that route. And hopefully we see more people that we know pop up in those those commercials. Mm -hmm. So Chris will be on the uh, the next AI generated art commercial. I told you 20 years ago that robots would kill and here we are. <laughs> yep. <laughs> get, get me on, what is it? Mint Mobile. Get me on Mint Mobile. So I could, oh, yeah, I, could well, be, I could be in Deadpool 3. <laughs> I saw a new mobile commercial. It's like everybody else is going up for inflation. We're cutting it in half, and they like yeah. say they're yep. cutting their prices in half or whatever. Well, that's an interesting uh, technique. It may work or it may put you out of business. I don't, I don't know. What. Oh, I, I, I think I think he's that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Did you see the? Did you see the um, Red Lobster? They lost like six million dollars or something. Eleven million. What are you talking 11 about? Million million Eleven million dollars. Because all that was because all that was because Corey went and ate all the shrimp at Red Lobster. <laughs> I do not eat at Red Lobster. No, thank you. Well, now that you can get all you can eat shrimp, you should. <laughs> you can contribute to their losses. <laughs> so, I did see that Walmart just got sued by Vans over copyright infringement. 
Well, they just they have a ton of shoes that are literally just like they look exactly yep. like other <laughs> shoes. <laughs> so the only ones that they make like original, I think, at this point are like the Shack ones, like the Walmart Shack shoes. Oh jeez. So, but... talk about talk about a smart businessman. That guy, Ooh, he owns so much stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Shaq, he's, yeah. Like, he's like, I could have shoes that you know. They're like 150, 200 bucks, or I could have shoes that are available for 20 bucks at like, you know, 50 million stores. <laughs> well, yeah, but he's, he also owns like multiple Papa John's. He owns like yeah, yeah, Papa John's. Um, I forget. It's like Wings. Is it Wingstop? No, that's Rick Ross. It's a Wingstops. I forget which one. Well, he owns a bunch of different restaurants, though. Shaq does. Yeah. Five and guys. He owns a bunch of five guys. Five guys. He invested in a bunch of other like companies and stuff like that. He really is like setting up his family just to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he tell, loves to tell that story about his uh, first million dollar check and how he spent it all in like a day. Yep. <laughs> and then his financial manager's like, you know, you owe taxes, right? And he's like, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess he learned his lesson early on. <laughs> yeah. He's good. You know, you got to pay taxes, right? <laughs> so. Anybody else got uh, anybody got anything else they want to talk about? We are officially over the one hour mark. Um, and we kind of feel like we're lingering here. So trying to decide if we continue lingering or if we talk about a topic or if we wrap the show up. So I say let's wrap it up and leave them wanting more. Yeah. We we gotta have something to talk about next week. <laughs> yeah. We need we need that thing from the Chappelle show, the, the wrap it up. Yeah, I, I should just yeah. go back to the original podcast, get the audio of me saying the same thing every time, yep. and then like make a little video that's like, <laughs> like I could just hit play on that audio cut was always so funny because it like it was like almost immediate after somebody was talking, like you were cutting them off. You're like, all right, that's enough. It's time to end the fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for the people that are listening, there are still a number of people on here. Um, I guess. Give us if you have any like questions or anything you want us to answer. Now's the now's the time because um, <laughs> we are going to try to wrap it up here. Um, Corey, hey, since you... Um, since you put this live in the Instagram, you'll be able to post it as a post or no? I don't know. <laughs> I assume so. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, I, like I don't know if it... watch the whole video. I, I assume so because like you can you can do a live. Like if you do a live on Instagram, you can just post it, right? Yeah. So I assume nice. people could just watch nice it. Nice little new feature. I personally wouldn't choose to watch it that way, but <laughs> YouTube, yeah, uh, probably a little easier. Yeah, like, but I guess if people really love Instagram and want to keep their phone running for an hour, that might be a good place for them to do that. Mm -hmm. um, or if they if they just want to listen to the audio, it will be over on our iTunes. I'll export it and put it over there as just the audio. Um, we haven't really executed the video aspect of it so much just yet yeah we did show you like the prototypes and stuff um so it isn't going to be like a total loss as a podcast if you try to watch it just because we've moved the video um so we will try not to be like look at what we're looking at on the screen or we'll try not to do that a lot <laughs> uh, the so. video is pretty good you watch chris paint for an hour yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's soothing it's, it's like uh, bob ross yeah, yeah. Just, I, mean, just, I guess like the, I could just make Chris time. like I could make Chris like the big one, right? And then you, <laughs> me and Corey, just over here. Like, look at that. Maybe next week we'll do it like that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, but uh, 
with that, I'm not seeing any uh, any questions. You got anything over there on the Instagram live questions or anything? Uh, Rob said, no, I'm good. I think okay. that was <laughs> to them being another co-host. <laughs> is, is Rob coming out to Chicago to host things? <laughs> We're gonna need, we are going to need an MC. Yeah. Rob, are you going to come to Chicago? We'll give you a bullhorn. <laughs> he doesn't need one. <laughs> I know you don't need one, but we're going to give you one anyways. He might be gone. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll he go said, ahead. Of course, and... of course. Okay, never mind. He's still here. <laughs> okay, but uh, with that, we will go ahead and start to wrap this show up. Um, so if you guys want to take a second to tell everyone where they can find you, we'll start with Chris. Uh, you can find me at Chris RWK or at Robots Will Kill. And all the social medias <laughs> stole that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, you can find me at Strange Cat Toys on all the social medias, and uh, all of us now at Collected Con on the social medias. And you can find me at UBD Toys on all social media or ubdtoys.com. But this has been the Urban Robot Cat podcast, the show about art and the people who make it. Bye bye. Okay, yeah. we are unlived on both Instagram and um, and uh, YouTube. Inst uh, the Instagram, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, the Streamyard. Sorry, but so I just clicked end live to download your video, view this archive on the Instagram app okay so you can't just put it straight from the <laughs> straight from the desktop version so let's go see here where's the archive oh there we go where does it go It still says we're live on here, but maybe that timer just keeps going. Yeah, see? Lost Things is I can still see you. <laughs> we are still live. <laughs> Why is it so Good thing I didn't start shit talking. Yeah, I was going to say, good thing I kept my pants on.